0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: Welcome to Conscious Evolution Radio with your host, Anne Gelsheimer. We are entering higher levels of consciousness with both old and new spiritual technologies to help us be the people we've always dreamed of being. We can make the choice to evolve in consciousness and become the change the world needs today. Now, here is Anne Gelsheimer.
2: Hello, this is your host, Anne Gelsheimer, and you're listening to Conscious Evolution Radio. First up, I'd like to let you all know that I'll be leading some weekend and week-long retreats in 2015, focusing on developing higher consciousness and using many of the ideas and practices that I've been talking about with my guests over the last few months, as well as many more uh, pieces of information and practices that we haven't even got to yet on the show. The trainings will also include instruction and practice in how to use meditation protocols to invite peaceful contact with extraterrestrial beings, as I believe contact with these spiritually advanced beings actually supports our own development in consciousness. So if anyone is interested in learning more about these training events and retreats, Please email me at ConsciousEvolutionRadio at gmail.com for more information, or you can check out my website at SoulStarEnterprises.com. You can sign up for my newsletter where I'll be giving updates on guests and also information on special events and these retreats and trainings. But for tonight, my guests are the wonderful composers and musicians, Andrea and Dal Fisher. Del and Andrea are husband and wife singer-songwriters who perform as the Outback Gypsies. The unique appeal of this couple lies not only in their highly credible songwriting and musical abilities, but also the healing vibration that they bring through their songs, derived from a deep spiritual connection and commitment to spread love and compassion throughout the world. Andrea and Dell first came to my attention probably about a year or more ago through their friendship with James Gilliland at the East Ranch. And that's a wonderful organization. If you're not familiar with it, I I fully support it and encourage you to look it up. But it was only recently through an odd email mix-up and synchronicity that I received a copy of their newest album called Divine Evolution. And I was blown away. Their songs relating to peaceful contact and relationship with extraterrestrial beings were so beautiful and so inspiring that I immediately knew that I had to invite them to be guests on this program. So Dell and Andrea, I am so pleased to welcome you both tonight, and I'm grateful for you for getting
3: up so early because you're in Australia. What time is it right now? Um, good morning, Anne. It's, I think... It's about 7 a.m.
2: <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's commitment. Thank you so much.
3: <laughs> uh, thank you for having us on the show. We really appreciate um, being being with
4: you. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, your music is so delightful, and, and then I had the wonderful chance to speak for a while with Andrea, and it was such a pleasure. really felt a sense of kindred spirits here. So could you tell our, our listeners about how
3: you became musicians and what your beginning was? Absolutely. We, um, Del and I actually knew each other as teenagers when we, we first met. Um, I was 13 and he was 16, and... We both loved music back then and uh, used to play guitar together just at parties and around the campfire. And, um, you know, we we spent about five or six years doing that and then we just naturally parted ways and, and didn't keep in contact for over 20 years actually. And synchronicity brought us back together when we were um, a it was in about 2010. We hadn't seen each other, I think, for about 23 years. Wow. Or longer, even. <laughs> longer. Um, and we both attended the same uh, concert, a Fleetwood Mac concert in Melbourne. And we ended up on the, tr- the same train train station um, coming home and, and saw each other. <laughs> so it was... Um, it was a really unexpected meeting, and within twelve months uh, we got married. So, wow. life obviously had plans for us to to come back together. So you came back together, and what happened next? We decided that we'd go on a tour uh, around Australia for our honeymoon, Anne, and and. It was interesting because we didn't know where we were going to to go. We just picked a destination, which was Margaret River, which is southern Western Australia, and we took off in our van and had our guitars and a few clothes, not many possessions. We ended up about a month and a half later in a small town called Denmark. Um, It's a coastal town of about 5,000 people, and we loved it so much that we're still here. Four years later. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So,
2: so, that was the beginning of uh, your life together and also your music together and I know you told me there was a little bit of a, a story behind the beginnings of the Outback Gypsies in terms of divine guidance. Is there anything else you'd want to add to that?
3: Well, I think that what unfolded for us and and really it it began when i think about it it began way back when we were, when we first met but but following on that that divine guidance has played a huge part in our in our life because Del and i have just been guided by what we love to do and apart from being together music has always been a large part of that of sharing music together so arriving in denmark we we just started playing around the town and we didn't even have a name for our band and people started to ask us what we were called. So, of course, we had to, um, you know, establish a name and we were also finding our feet musically together because we we hadn't played together for such a long, long time. So I think everything that we do and have done together has been divinely guided. It's been quite beautiful. And, Dal, did you want to add anything to that?
4: Yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I, I think I, I, I suppose I always knew that we were going to be together. I, I can remember when I first seen Andrea, um, I think it was in 19, 1980. Right. And I've I was in love with her from first sight. I just oh. knew there was going to be something special, and then, um, but I don't. know, I was probably shy or or whatever. But yeah, we did, and just I don't know. When you're 15 and 16, and and they're 13, you don't really you don't really know. I just knew that there was something special about her. and We'd play guitars, and her dad would drive me home, and. And uh, at, at the at the time, um, I suppose Andrea had a boyfriend at the time, so I never, um, and all the way up to nineteen, I just I knew that there was something really special. And and then when we're at the Fleetwood Mac concert, and that was the music that we played, I seen her on the train station. Just by circumstances, had both gone to the same concert and getting on the same train life life had its way of presenting itself to us that it was so beautiful and I waited for it to get a little bit away and I thought I'm just gonna yell it out <laughs> I yelled out I yelled out Andrea and she turned around and I thought that's definitely Andrea and, and from that moment on we've um, we've been just beside each other and we support each other and just Everything we do, we're so lucky. We're just, I don't know, yeah, our whole life experience just has been beautiful and it was just, um, it was worth waiting for. The the one I love, I just knew that, yeah, I don't know, it's just been real.
2: Very beautiful. And, and you seem to complement each other so well, both with your personalities but also in your music and, and your compositions together. I wonder if you could tell me about your new album, Divine Evolution, and what the inspiration was for that.
4: Oh, Andrea, talk. Yes. Thank
3: you. Thank you. The inspiration for the new album uh, essentially came from James Gilliland's book, Called Reunion with Source, and we visited James at his ranch at Aseti in Washington for the first time, August 2013, and we were very blessed to spend three and a half weeks with James. And during that time, um, we we were quite uh, excited about what we experienced on the ranch and. We came away from from our time with James, with his book. So as soon as we arrived back in Australia, I, I started to read the book and I think halfway through the book, I found great inspiration and I also noticed that energetically uh, something was happening to me and... Um, I was being opened up in some way. I felt like I was going through some kind of a, a, a download, so to speak. So what happened in the following days, I had a friend uh, that I was I was um, spending time with and t- I spoke to him about how my songwriting, I hadn't been feeling very inspired of recent. And he said to me, well, I can fix that, Andrea. Do you mind if I put your guitar into a different tuning and I said, absolutely, that that's fine. So he did that. And within the following three days, I'd written the whole album. So that, wow. that tuning on my guitar seemed to be like some kind of gateway uh, yeah, for the album. So it's quite interesting how, how it unfolded and because it was it was the book, of course, that was a great part because of what James had written in the book and how that was affecting me emotionally. And then also musically, you know, my tools of trade, um, were there was a change that needed to happen there, and and the tuning seemed to um, be exactly what was needed for the album.
2: Now, some people may not be familiar with James's book. I think it was Reunion with Source. What was just briefly? What was the content of that book that was so inspiring for you?
3: I think that the the major things that inspired me in the book were uh, his writings about different different races and I really resonated particularly with one part of the book because it described a way of life uh, where there was it, it was very different than, than the culture that we live in uh, there was no judgement um, each person in the community was loved and honoured for their gifts uh, the, the, the way of life was was much more freer and flowing uh, the senses that were used in in this com- community and um, environment were, were much more uh, clearer and sharpened so it, it, it all of it just resonated with me I I, I remember laying in bed one evening reading that particular um, part of the book and I, I I felt like I had a remembrance
2: mm.
3: of living living with with um, you know those types of conditions. So I reflected on that, and and I really felt moved by you know wanting to reconnect again with that energy.
2: Now, when you say races, are these uh, races off planet or races on on the earth, uh, or was he specific about that?
3: Yeah, he, he, it was races off planet. Very good. Yes. So our our yes.
2: our uh, sort of universal family, the many many different ones. Now, yes. So we're going to, actually, we're going to share the song Divine Evolution uh, before the break, but I wonder, did you want to say anything in particular about that song before we play it? We've got about a minute to break.
3: Divine Evolution, um, I think, really is, a, is a, the ambassador of the album. It's the first song, and it really just introduces uh, the, the concept of, of connecting with, other, other um, planetary um, beings, and just I suppose the the whole concept of freeing ourselves and reconnecting to a higher source that's quite powerful and very freeing for all of us. And I suppose you know as you listen to the the words in the song, you'll understand um, more deeply what what I mean
2: well it was uh it was really a beautiful song I, that was the one i heard first and as soon as i heard this song i thought i have to ask andrea dell to be on the show so we're going to we're mm. going to play this song now um called divine evolution it's by dell and andrea fisher the outback gypsies and we'll be back uh, right after our commercial break
5: you are here with us Watching us Lifting
0: voice america seventh wave channel
1: it's a new year and a new you emerging join dr judith long on the eye of the needle show each wednesday at 10 a.m pacific time on the voice america seventh wave channel dr long features your call-ins and emails to her that emphasize healing and new information about personal transformation and ascension you have your own unique gift and it's something that only you can do in your own particular way. Explore that gift. Be all that you can be. The Eye of the Needle with Dr. Judith Long airs live Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave.
6: Tune in to Spirit Speaks every week for advice just for you that is channeled from Divine Source. Host Amiya is a spiritual teacher and guide who helps listeners actively develop their full potential. Each program includes a channeled soul reading and is ready to discuss the teachings with you every week. Topics include a variety of religious and spiritual aspects, plus healing modalities and intuitive development of self. Spirit Speaks can be heard live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel.
0: Visionary. This is the Voice America Seventh Wave Channel.
1: You are tuned in to Conscious Evolution Radio, and we love to hear from you. Please send any questions or comments about the show via email to Conscious Evolution Radio at gmail.com. Again, that's Conscious Evolution Radio at gmail.com. Now, Back to this week's program.
2: Hi, this is your host, Ann Gelsheimer, and welcome back to Conscious Evolution Radio. So, my guests today are Del and Andrea Fisher, the Outback Gypsies, and we just listened to one of their beautiful compositions, Divine Evolution. And so, Del, I wondered if you would share with me um, a very special experience I know you had uh, where you were swimming with a dolphin and actually formed a relationship with a dolphin over many years. Would you share that with us?
4: Yeah, it was in... So, um, the, the year two thousand, I had a small caravan, and I was living on the beach in east of Victoria, in Balnarring, and it was a very quiet location. And um, I had, oh, there was probably three or four people living in in caravan park in the caravan park over the over the winter as well as I mean, in the summer naturally there was hundreds of people, but over the winter there was maybe yeah, it's three or four people and we were sitting out on the beach just playing the guitars and um a dolphin came up and it was only maybe ten ten feet away. So something in real shallow water and just some and we out of everyone I just I I just went straight into the water and um because it was quite cold, and it was probably about midnight, wow. and I just jumped straight into the water, and I couldn't believe it. I just felt like, wow, this is so special. And then, over the, and then we, over the period of the next to, um, ten years, we, I lived at down there virtually up until the time. I met Andrea, or not long before I'd met changed locations. But I, um, I swam with her to just about yeah, nearly every day, and and I never there was no exchange no food or anything. It was just wherever I was on the beach, and I could and we checked it out with my friends. We we thought we'll, we'll just see this. This is impossible. But like we walked about three or four kilometres up the beach. Right, and then I w- I went into the water, and there she was. <laughs> she, I, oh, it was like she was watching me everywhere I went. So she found um, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was really beautiful, and so we'd you know sometimes get out there at eight o'clock in the morning, and then four or five o'clock at, at night time, you would come in and you just you just swim. That's all you basically do is just swim, and she yeah, it was beautiful. And then I probably. My two daughters um, were down on the beach. They'd come down every weekend, and for the first couple of years, they uh, were a little bit scared because it's got, you know, dolphins' got big fins and they're big fish too, and so they're a bit scared. And and they're only really young, six and eight years of age, and so they. um, took a while before they could get in, and then first you know the, the little competition sisters have between each other. my youngest daughter had got in the water and touched the dolphin, oh really um, yeah and before um, before my oldest one did, and then all of a sudden it was game on, and then that day was the beginning of both of them in the water, and you know the they got up to a count of like fifty times each or something and and then they 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 just yeah went from there and so we we named it, we, not meant to name her so we but we called her honey because it was here. and so it was Oh so sweet.
2: And she yeah. and she introduced you to her babies too, right?
4: Yeah, well she had two two babies and she, they'd never really Come close. They were always. She kept them at a distance, and it was after three or four years, and she had two pups. And there was a um, for the first probably yeah maybe year it was she kept them apart, and then after that day with my daughters, that I think the, the the next weekend when they c- came back again um she brought her her two pups over, and it was just like it was. It wow, was like, it's like she, the Brady Bunch. It was so beautiful.
2: Well, and what a response to you introducing her to your babies is for her to bring her babies over.
4: Yeah, it was really good. And then there was a, another dolphin that I didn't get to really know at all. It was always in the distance, um and with um, the 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 white. Um, it was just, yeah, the grey ghost, we, we called him, because he he was a, a little bit further away, and I always presumed, I don't know, I don't know, but I thought that must be her partner, or oh, I'm not too sure. Right, but, keeping yeah. an
2: eye on her, making sure yeah. she's
4: okay. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah Ash- so I was in the distance, yeah.
2: I know. I've, sh- I've swam with uh, the, doll- the wild dolphins, the spinners off of Big Island in Hawaii. I'm actually going there to do it again next week. And it's an incredible experience. Uh, they are so um, playful. They seem to love human beings. I'm just wondering if that experience changed you over time, you know, that just being able to commune like that with another species.
4: Yeah, um, I'm not too sure. I just Knew there was um, it was sort of like you you just know that you know there's no conditions and I you're just there and you're just you're really loving life and just loving each you know each other for what they are and respecting each other and I think I love it. Um, yeah, it was really a big beautiful time in my life. I think um, I often talk about it with Andrea and I say you know this, this is what they do and you know just swimming and. The ocean, and the, one of the first times my daughter—I think she, she, she was like about eight years of age—and she held on to to the fin, and she, she must have went like a, a mile out into the ocean, and she wasn't a strong swimmer or anything. And I was panicking, but at the same time, I knew it was safe. But I was thinking, Whoa. "Wow, yeah!" And then she brought her back in, big oh. smile on her face. And <laughs> She she never done it again. She knew give, how. Give her a I ride. <laughs> yeah. That, that would be scary. Yeah. <laughs> I was so, so scared, and when I think about it, it sort of put, makes me shiver a bit. I thought, "Holy gosh!" And, but Jenny did it that once because she knew she, she knew how scared I got and how worried I got. But um, by the time she was, yeah, yeah, nine and ten, it didn't matter. They could. You know, i have already taught them to swim since they were, like, you know, eight, one year old to, to two so they could swim But I didn't know. It just seemed so, yeah, going out into the middle of the ocean, I didn't have any control. It was just, yeah, my heart was beating and that was, yeah. Incredible. <laughs> then,
2: Incredible yeah. trust. So, Del, I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to ask Andrea now to, uh, to share her. That was an amazing experience you had, to share her experience. Uh, when I was chatting with Andrea the other day, she uh, talked about something very special that happened when she was a child. So, Andrea, would you
3: share that with us? Yes, Anne. Um, as I was describing to you when we had that, that uh, chat a couple of days ago, I was about seven years old and... My, I shared a bedroom with my sister at the time. And one night, uh, I recall waking up during the middle of the night and something just beckoned me to, to look out the window. And I was sleeping right under the window and I saw, um, what appeared to me, and still, you know, I can still feel feel the energy of, of the vision. Even was just this huge um, object in the sky, really bright lights. And my, I remember my sister waking up. She was a couple of years young is a couple of years younger than me, and we just both raced down to the other end of the house. We obviously had some idea that it was moving across the um the roof of our house and so we went to the other end and looked out the windows and there it was it was hovering over our backyard and all I remember was just the two of us just you know excited because at, at that age when you I was seven so she would have been about five mm-hmm. you're open to the to the mystery you know of life and I, that was our first or time um, that we'd seen anything like this in the sky, and of course you know we we weren't quite sure, but you know you still we, I was still aware of, of um, uFOs you know at that age, even though i didn 't necessarily understand what what they were right um, but I just remember feeling this huge energy surge of excitement through through my body. <laughs> Yes,
2: and and then so many years later, you land up at Iseti Ranch where they have regular sightings of UFOs. It's uh, well known for that, very famous. And this has a connection with the next song we're going to play, doesn't it? It does.
3: Um, When we arrived at Esetti, we because it was it was part of an itinerary of, of a traveling festival that we were part of. And we, the disclosure of the name of the ranch, we, we weren't given any information until we arrived. So once we got there and found out what was going on and that it was actually a UFO hotspot, of course, we were quite excited. Mm. <laughs> and um, we were out, you know, in the, the sky watching field every night. Um, and, and the activity over, over the ranch is amazing. You know, you can see up to 50, uh, 50 crafts coming over in one night is, is not, you know, it's, Beautiful. It's, it's, a, it's a regular thing, so it's amazing. But this, this song that, that we're going to listen to next, it's called River, and while we were at the ranch, the music was coming to me, which is often how a song begins for me when I'm writing. And so I started to, to play the, the music while we were standing up um, in the field, and I wanted to experiment to see whether I could telepathically connect um, to the crafts and just call one in because it was earlier in the night and nothing was happening at that stage. So I just concentrated on doing that and, t- you know, putting the energy out um, into the night sky. And sure enough, <laughs> we had one of the, a really large craft, one of the largest ones that we saw during our stay there that time, come over us with a baby craft. So... It was amazing. And, and of course, you know, the song that uh, listeners are about to hear is the product of, of that experience.
2: Oh, thank you. That's that's a great introduction.
3: So we're going to
2: listen to the song River by Andrea uh, Andrea Fisher and Dell. And uh, then we're going to go right into break and we'll come back and we'll have a little more discussion with uh, Andrea and Dell about their work as musicians in the world. So this is Ann Gelsheimer on Conscious Evolution Radio and we'll be right back.
5: Watch the young
0: is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel.
1: Are you just getting started on the path to metaphysical healing of yourself? Would you like to have some fun as you find out more? Join Julia Stubbe each week as she guides you through the Energetic Toy Box. This show will gift you the basic foundation and tools as you discover your spiritual path on a deeper level, encouraging the exploration of many facets and concepts such as chakras, healing, meditation, crystals, and more, so that you can use these in your daily life. The Energetic Toy Box is here for you every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific on 7th Wave
6: learn to see things from a spiritual perspective it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life listen for dr paula joyce and her program uplift your life nourishment of the spirit our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love joy and prosperity into your life turn that negative feeling into a positive one Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Invite
0: meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel.
1: Tuned in to Conscious Evolution Radio, and we love to hear from you. Please send any questions or comments about the show via email to Conscious Evolution Radio at gmail.com. Again, that's Conscious Evolution Radio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program.
2: This is Ann Gelsheimer, and welcome back to Conscious Evolution Radio my guests today are Dell and Andrea Fisher who are the outback gypsies and we've been listening to some of their beautiful music the song just before the break was river and we're going to talk about another one of their uh, songs that was actually co-authored with James Gilliland Dell would you tell us about that
4: yeah um the the songs called Ananarchy returns and we James and I become, yeah, quite inseparable eh? over the next, uh, yeah, week or so just as soon as I'd wake up, James <laughs> was there and, <laughs> and uh, I don't know, Andrea said it. it's unbelievable. It's like, because yeah, I'm not a really um, big reader or um, good at writing either, <laughs> but too well. And so I suppose um, there was a real connection. I was able to ask him questions that maybe I didn't understand about things and then... And then we started to talk about the Anunnaki and the Star Nation and the Anunnaki and the Orion family. And it was just, uh, just, I oh don't know, it just sort of all fell, at, the pieces of the puzzle made sense to me. And the Anunnaki, they um, were, yeah, they're around us all the time, I suppose. In certain ways, you you, you can see them in in our minds before they present themselves to you, and they, they um, they're like the caretakers of, of our planet, and mm. they were, they are on their way back here to you know to to help us out again. And we started to talk about that, and then said to James, well, we're going to have to write a song, and then about this, and then that was the beginning of how an Anarchy Returns comes about, and then we went over to um. Andrew, I knew the key of the song before it even started. When I was talking t- to James, I already j- just sort of everything fell into place for me, and and then um, and then Andrew said to James, "I don't know if we can just write a song and, and yeah, just write it. it. Might take weeks before it will come, <laughs> and then and then two hours later, we we were singing
2: it. Oh my yeah. god, that is yeah, so to, amazing."
4: Two hours later, we were singing it to James, and just tears were just rolling down off of me. Just that he said that he'd, he was just getting like hit after hit after hit, and we, wow. we, we just had a really beautiful and special relationship. Then when we went back again, this time it was, um, it just started where it finished. It was like as soon as we were there, he, he it just, it was really beautiful. So we, James and I would talk about lots of things, and we. would quite often be the um sitting out just to, looking at the stars together for hours and hours and just talking about different things and um yeah so I feel really yeah, blessed to have james uh, as as my friend and uh, oh, you're and very it was fortunate. yeah beautiful yeah and, and yeah, some things are just meant to be. <laughs> well, he's. Yeah.
2: I mean, I haven't had the pleasure of meeting him, but I've. I've certainly listened to him, and I support his organization. And he just seems like a really genuine, good-hearted, down-to-earth, and profoundly spiritual man that I'd love to meet one day.
4: Yeah, he is. He is. He is um He's very, very much that. He's very humble. Yes. Too, you know. he's, and and then, yeah. I suppose he's he's experienced a, a lot, a lot of things, and just it um, was yeah, and been you know he's got experience through life itself. Uh, he's coming from yeah, uh, yeah, to uh, um, in the in the ch- oh, in the church thing. He was a chaplain, was he?
5: Oh,
4: was he? Oh, okay. He yeah, yeah. He was a he was a minister, and you know, and so he's got to yeah, so it would have been harder for him to 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 work out what's going on than I think than anybody because he uh yeah, he's a real an inspiration to me and I thought oh that was that was part and as is my wife, you know, just being able to watch her and be part of watching, you know, these songs just Flow into her, and yeah, I think, um, mm. yeah, we are definitely being guided by, a, a, you know, by things a- around us that we don't really understand, and
2: yeah, this whole story yeah. you've told of bringing, you know, something bringing the two of you together at just the right time and then all the inspiration mm-hmm. for the beautiful songs that you write. I wonder if I could um, ask Andrea a little bit more now about uh, your, what you see as your sort of mission at this point in, in time, your musical mission and what what you feel your offering is to the earth, because it's very beautiful when you described
3: it to me. Thank you, Anne. Um, I've been giving this a lot of thought actually, particularly the last month or so, because, you know, as, as a, um, creative, creative musician and and an intuitive musician, I'm quite curious in terms of, yeah, what, what we're here to be doing. Um, essentially I would say that Del and I both act as instruments really, um, to bring through high vibration music. Definitely. And hmm and, Definitely, and, yeah. And the, thank you. And, and, you know, that that I suppose ha, has um, lots of ways of going out and affecting people. And it, this weekend, actually, we, we had two gigs that we played at and they were very different. One was like a real upbeat dance um, gig where I just looked at the faces of all of our audience and they were having so much fun and feeling a lot of joy, which was beautiful And the evening after, we did another performance where it was really quite intimate and we found out later that we had um, one person in the audience who had lost his son when he was 11 and I happened to play a song that was his son's favourite song. Oh, wow. Um, Which, you know, those types of things, you you don't know how they're going to unfold. And so we got to have a beautiful exchange after the the, um, performance and he took... A copy of the CD away with him. And I said to him, you know, this, this will be really perfect for you because I could still feel he was in a lot of pain. Yes. Um, from losing his son. So th- those exchanges and, and experiences, um, through music and, and us just being out in the world, you know, and sharing what we do, uh, are really quite beautiful and powerful. And I, I think Del and I both feel very blessed, um, that that you know we've been given the gifts that we have this lifetime to to do what we do. So, mm. that's
2: wonderful. So where do you see this going? What what are you hoping uh, over the next period of time?
3: Well, I think the two of us have a great love um, to for traveling, so that's definitely part of of what we would like to create. Um, and, of course, music is the perfect companion for, for that type of lifestyle. So um, in a couple of months, we're going to be going, travelling over from the west, west state where we live over to the east coast um, around Byron Bay and, and um, northern New South Wales. And we, what we're wanting to do is just, of course, you know, share our music with uh, new audiences, which um, will be really inspiring Uh, meeting new people and I suppose you know coming away with with um more experiences that we can write our music from because that's essentially you know where where a lot of it comes from whether it's reading a book or, or a discussion that we have with somebody or an emotion that we go through so um yeah, who, who knows, Anne? I mean, life's got its own plans, I've found, I oh, found sure. out. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's just, we have our <laughs> ideas know.
2: and then we see what actually happens. <laughs> totally. <laughs> now, so we only always, have, you know. I was just going to say, we only have just a few minutes left. Um, so I, I know you wanted to make a very generous generous offer to our, our listeners. Um, so if you'd like to explain that and then uh, just talk briefly about the song we're going to listen to before closing.
3: Thank you. The offer that I'd like to um, to bring forward for listeners, we have a website which is www.outbackgypsies.com.au and on the homepage there's a, a space right up in the top right corner for you to subscribe to our newsletter and I'd just like to, to offer listeners if they'd like to do that within the next week, Del and I would... Um, Very much love to share the new album with you. So if you go onto the website and subscribe, we will be sending you a free download of the album of Divine Evolution.
2: That is so generous. And I can tell everybody it's well worth signing up. I mean, the newsletter will be great, but the album is fantastic. Now, we only have a minute left. um, So I'm going to introduce your last song for you, uh, just to mention the title, and people can enjoy it. So it's called The Light. And I want to thank you both so much uh, for getting up early, for being on the show. And I hope you'll be on again because you're, you've now become uh, two of my favorite musicians and I, I love you
3: both very much. So thank you for being on the show. Oh, thank you so much, Anne, for having us. It's been an absolute blessing and joy to, to have this time with you and to be with the listeners as well. So thank you so much for having us.
2: Oh, you're so welcome. So, uh, this is Ann Gelsheimer on Conscious Evolution, and I'm going to leave you with the beautiful song, The Light, by Andrea and Del Fisher, also known as the Outback Gypsies. Thank you so much for listening.
5: Dead in your soul, it's the imprint of a time long ago.
1: you again for tuning in to Conscious Evolution Radio. Please join Ann Gelsheimer for another great show next Friday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. We hope to see you next week.